Hi, Steve here, and welcome to The Pod Buffet, a podcast of podcasts and an eclectic mix of flavours. And this episode is the Saturday Digest. So we have, first up, Heidi Fry of Single Soul Circle. So what if you're single? You're never alone in the Single Soul Circle. Join us as we hear from singles who will inspire you and help you face the unique challenges and opportunities of the single life. I'm your host, Heidi Fry. This podcast isn't about dating. Whenever I tell people I have a podcast for single women, they immediately think it's about dating. I mean, what else would single women have going on in their lives, according to others? I wanted this podcast to be different. I set out to interview amazing women who are living their lives without waiting for a partner to complete them. We've heard from women who travel solo, start their own businesses, commit to their mind, body, and spirit, and share their passions with others. We've also talked about challenges and issues we've faced, like dealing with emotions from past or current relationships and how we can balance the masculine and feminine sides of ourselves. And recently, I've expanded to add an anecdote series where we talk about the joys of being an aunt and share ideas on how to become the favorite aunt. Episode today is not about dating. Or is it? After getting vaccinated, I decided to put myself out there and jump back into online dating. Should I really talk about this on my podcast? Yes, I am going to talk about it. Dating is not the only thing in my life, but it is something that's currently part of my life, and dating is unique to single people. Well, hopefully. As in, hopefully all the people dating are actually single. But I am not here to male bash. That was one thing I felt very strongly about when I started the podcast. I want to seek to understand rather than trash men. Negativity is not going to help. First off, bravo to all of you who have summoned the courage to enter the dating arena. One of the most vulnerable things you can do in your life. There are moments you feel joy and connection and others where rejection and disappointment seem endless. Today, I want to talk a little more about these two extremes. The joy of dating. The first date I went on after getting vaccinated was great. First of all, I was impressed that I made it past the pen pal stage to an actual lunch date. The conversation flowed easily, and I felt attracted to him. And he asked me out right away for a second date, which would be on Valentine's Day. Yes, Valentine's Day. I mean, when's the last time I had a date for Valentine's Day? Things were already looking up. I felt some excitement building and started to tell friends and family about it. I started picturing my life with a boyfriend. Unfortunately, things did not continue to go well, and we didn't make it past the third date. I instantly felt embarrassed. 
Here I had told everyone about how great everything was going. Thoughts went through my head of what everyone else must think of me. Oh, that Heidi, she just can't seem to get dating right. What did she do to scare him off? What is wrong with her that she can't keep a man's interest? She should not have gotten so excited so early. I mentioned that last thought to my mom and told her I shouldn't have gotten so excited. She shared her words of wisdom with me and said, It doesn't cost anything to get excited. It's true. Why should I tone down my joy for some idea I perceive people are thinking about me? Why shouldn't I enjoy the positive moments? Does it really hurt any less when it ends if I keep the joy undercover or refuse to feel it? By sharing the joy and pain, I allow others to be there for me, for all my emotions. I also recently shared a painful end to a dating situation on Facebook. At first, I thought I should just keep it private, but I think I needed help getting through it. And it's also more real to post various angles of my life so people understand that my life is more than just happy days floating in the pool. The outpouring of support I received from friends was comforting and reminded me I am loved and will get through it. Sometimes you have to just sit back and let people love on you. I also took myself out on a date to cheer myself up. I was sitting alone at the bar, just finishing up a delicious meal when an older couple came up to me. The woman told me I was beautiful and that they are praying that I'll find a man. It threw me off a little because I thought, how did they know I was feeling heartbreak? I teared up a little as I thought it was very sweet that they shared this with me. The bartender asked me what was going on and I said that I got dumped a day earlier. Not five minutes later, there was a free dessert sitting in front of me. No, I'm not sharing this story to teach you how to get a free dessert. I am sharing it to remind you that it is okay to reach out and accept care and concern from others. We will fall down sometimes in dating, and it's okay to ask for a hand to pull us up or accept the kindness of others. If you are in this dating arena, Don't feel that you are alone. Share your joy with others when things are going well. And don't be afraid to lean on others when you feel the pain. This podcast episode really wasn't about dating. It was about the human emotions we experience when we take risks and how we can share these emotions to seek the support we need, whether it is through our joy or pain. And don't forget my mom's advice. It doesn't cost anything to get excited. Thank you for listening to the Single Soul Circle podcast. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for a guest, email me at singlesoulcircle at gmail.com and be sure to check out our blog at singlesoulcircle.com. And next up, we have Tanya Marion of Talatera. Hi, Tanya. It's great to see you. And thanks so much for being on the Pod Buffet. Hi, Steve. Thank you so much for inviting me. So we've got someone here with a passion for the environment. Ah, but not just that, because it's more particularly for connecting people and the outdoors and particularly 
around that kind of area of, of people who are doing environmental education in a variety of ways. So tell us about the kind of the heart of your podcast. What's, what's it all about? The podcast is about the individuals who uh, work through their communities and connect the public to the outdoors in some way through their work. And I focus specifically on the independent professionals because I've worked independently myself for many years and, and I would cross paths with other people like me, yet I never had a chance to uh, learn more about them, what they do. You know, we have a, we had a passing, uh, you know, relationship and, um, what I used to do it came to a natural end. I decided, you know, I really wanted to find out who these other individuals are because they do affect learning in the communities. And I'm really interested in what happens outside of the, of the classroom and what is happening in places that aren't being evaluated or assessed so much, you know, in the museum field and in um, nature centers and those types of venues, there are, you know, there's a lot, lot of research about what is happening in those and those locations, but not what is happening as people move through their communities. And I use the word through instead of in communities, because the people who I uh, reach out to and want to learn more about and learn from are people who literally move through their communities. So they will work at not just places where you expect to find them, but and also, uh, you know, at dinners, at festivals, at award ceremonies, in corporate settings, in places that really aren't on the, on the map. And they lead their programs there. You're based in California. Yes. Through the podcast, though, and through the website, which is Talatera. Dot com, then you're connected to people all over the world, in mm -hmm. fact, not just, just locally to where you are. So there's a commonality. There's a, there's a thing that's, that's stretching across, not just within your community, but beyond within the US, but then beyond that around the world. D do you feel there's a, a kind of a core thing, a, a change that you're trying to make that would fit that broad community of people that, that you're working with? The big picture here of what I'm doing is it's really, it's twofold. One is to fill the knowledge gap about what is happening in communities and how people are learning about science and the environment outside of the classroom. The other focus of mine is to describe who these professionals are or what they're doing and also to uh, bring attention to their work, and also to demonstrate that these individuals make good community partners. That's important because when people think about reaching out to a community partner, they think of the larger entities, the larger informal science learning organizations. And I would like for them to also consider who is working independently and locally. The bigger picture of all this is to make uh, environmental education a more sustainable career, especially for those who bring their own specialty, their own expertise to to their communities. Mm. It's not necessarily in a school or a traditional educational yes. set yeah. setting, mm -hmm. um, but that's where you're going to catch people <laughs> interacting with with environment in a in a real way. So, 
But it includes illustrators and and people who who, mm-hmm. who are very yes. creative in the in the way that they're using uh, the connection with people to to expose them to new things and yes. and, and yes, yeah, allow yeah. them to see things they wouldn't normally see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. And so my guests have been um, game designers, scientific illustrators, advocates, evaluators. They've been botanists, nature journalers, people studying indigenous cultures, um, permaculture, horticulture, people with a horticulture background. The best place for people to find you? Where do you, where do you hang out in terms of digital space? <laughs> I hang out at talaterra.com. Yeah, so you'll find the podcast and a lot of the the other work that you're doing as well, the communities and things. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really great to hear. Thank you very much for sharing that with us and for being on the Pod Buffet. Mm, well, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this taster from the Pod Buffet. Check out the full podcast by following the links in the episode notes. See you again soon.